Hi, everyone. This is Liam Sanyo from Inside Scientific, your favorite online source for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content helping you do your best work. This episode of Expert Answers features Dr. Amy Shang, Technical Account Manager at Sinobiological, who recently joined us for a webinar where she provides an overview of antibody screening platforms and presents applications and case studies using the Beacon platform for antibody discovery. Let's jump right in. Let's get started with a, a great question here. How many specific clones can we obtain from single B-cell sorting? It depends on how many cells have been sorted in the experiment. If we handle it right using good sorting reagents and cells are in good conditions, normally we can get around 30 to 40% of sorted population to be positive specific clones, and sometimes even higher percentage if the condition is optimized. Perfect. Thanks, Amy. This next person says, uh, I'm developing mouse monoclonal antibodies. So for this application, how would you choose between using a hybridoma platform and single B-cell sorting? So both of the platforms can provide very good clones. And for hybridoma platforms, it is very straightforward. And there is no need to purchase special expensive equipments. So therefore, the cost is lower. It is perfect to get a small to medium amount of clones with high affinity on hybridoma platform. Also, uh, once you obtain the positive clones and later say you want to get more antibodies for your work, you just need to pull out the cells and do regular culture and purification. However, the screening work might get overwhelming if extensive screenings are, are required. For example, some researchers, they may want to focus on specific isoform. Um, however, this target isoform shares quite large homology with other isoforms. In this case, then we will need to perform a lot of counter screenings, which hybridoma platforms may not be able to provide in time. Single B sorting platform will be perfect for this case. Some in other cases, like there are scientists, they want a large amount of clones, say 200, 300, 400, all of these clones targeting the same proteins to ensure the diversity of clones. This work may will be definitely too tedious and lengthy on hybridoma platform, but a single B sorting will be able to help. So usually I schedule a meetings with the scientists to understand their needs, their specifications, timeline, and budget around the antibody development project and work with our R&D team so that we can propose a suitable platforms for them. All right. Yeah, great answer. We've got a, another really good question here. So in your presentation, you talk about uh, antibody development in mice, in rabbits, and llamas. So how does the choice of species affect the results? Yes, since the structure of antibodies from different species might differ, the results could also vary a lot. For example, mouse antibodies, they are, they are conventional. So a lot of research were using mouse antibodies just fine. Then the development of platforms for rapid antibodies get established and it got popular for that. Rabbits can't recognize a broader diversity of antigens. It is a better system to develop antibodies that are less immunogenic in mouse system. 
And also, the antibody might be with higher affinity and specificity compared to those developed from mice. So you might be able to get a cleaner and prettier IHC image if we switch from from the mouse antibody to rabbit antibody. And rabbit IgG does not differentiate into different subclasses, which might make the experiment easier. And uh, a lot of times they are more stable than mouse antibodies. Another popular class, and it's getting more and more popular right now, is the nanobody from llama and shark. They have distinct structural differences. They're able to bind to epitopes that are less accessible or antigenic. So they can be used to bind to cavity in the target and modulate the enzymatic activity of target proteins. Also, the blood clearance of labeled antibody nanobodies is very fast. Thus, it is very, very convenient to use them as a non-invasive in vivo imaging. But obviously, developing a nanobody is more expensive than mouse and rabbit because we need to immunize the, the camelid. We definitely need to think carefully about the application and what kind of results we want to we want to obtain in the end. Also, time and budget uh, when we need to choose the species. Excellent. Yeah. Great summary. Thanks a lot for that. All right. Next question here. Can we use uh, facts to sort out the single B cells and proceed to fusion to make hybridomas? Yes, as we discussed in the in the webinar, so specific B cells they have they have those antibodies expressed on the surface, and we can sort them out. However, one thing to notice is those the ratio of those B cells in the whole population is fairly small, and sorting process might cause damage to those cells. So if we introduce either PAG fusion or electrofusion to those sorted cells, it will further da cause damage and lower the variability of those positive clones. So in the end, we, we might not be able to get any positive clones at all. Therefore, usually we just use single cell PCR or do a little bit culture after sorting and then do PCR to get the antibody genes and then do recombinant expression. Perfect. In your experience, what's the ratio of positive clones in the sorted cells and how might you increase that ratio? The ratio of positive is usually 30 to 40 percent. It depends on the serum titer, the conditions of sorted cells, the results of sorting, um, PCR, and in the end, recombinant expression. So unfortunately, loss of clones might happen in each of the steps stage. So to increase the ratio and number of positive clones we get in the end, it is very, very important to make sure that the serum titer is good enough to start with. Since if the titer is low, the amount of positive clones and the quality of clones are not expected to be high. So for titer, if it's a rabbit, we set a standard of at least 25,000 dilutions and for, uh, for mice is 16,000 dilution. And also at the PCR and recombinant expression stage, it is important to have a stable system that can yield good sequencing and pairing and antibody expression and purification.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expert Answers and that you'll tune into future episodes where researchers just like you answer questions about their work and share science. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next time.